There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. It is Josh and Jilly, and we have to tell you about Dr. Busby and ToeGrips.com. That is ToeGrips.com. That is where uh, Luther gets his Encore Mobility Supplement that he takes every morning, and that's why he is just always next-level awesome when it comes to his energy. And really, lately, he's been really energetic. Yeah, well, he got his hair cut. He got his anal glands drained. He's on his Dr. Busby. He's feeling good. He is uh, next-level awesome. So um, if I were you, I would go to toegrips.com and use the promo code LUTHER and save 10% and get the Encore Mobility Supplement for uh, your pups. That's if I were you, I would do that, especially if they're older dogs. People are amazed when we tell them how old Luther is. Actually, I was... Um, All the time. Today, when we were at the having lunch, I, I walk in and this this nice fella, uh, this nice man that was working there says, well, "What kind of dog is that?" I said, "Well, that's uh, we think he's a Schnauzer and a Terrier mix." And he goes, "Wow, man, that's that's a chill dog. He's awesome." I said, "Yeah, he's so chill. I mean, he's eleven. That dog's eleven. He's ten. Well, I said I might have said eleven for effect. I don't know, but either way, he's ten. I apologize, but eleven sounded better. Uh, but he's ten, and he's like, "Wow, that's amazing, bro." I said, "Yeah, he's a good dog, and he, um, he, he, you know, he still gets around really well, and he, you know, he's great." So, if I were you, I would get this supplement for my dogs, no matter what their age is, and give it a shot. Why not give it a shot? It is ToeGrips.com. That is ToeGrips.com. Promo code Luther to save ten percent. Ten percent is what you save. If you use that promo code Luther at toegrips.com on anything on the site, by the way. Oh, Dr. Busby, oh, I didn't even know she had a YouTube channel. Yeah, lots of subscribers. Like the other day, she's like, yeah, we got like 10,000 new subscribers. Like apparently, they've got just tons of subscribers on the Dr. Busby uh, YouTube channel. So if you'd like to check that out and see what she's got cooking there, just go search for the Dr. Busby uh, YouTube. So that is toegrips.com. Those the website you need to go to for that Encore Mobility and the Toe Grips. Toegrips.com. This is the Josh Innes Show. Howdy, friends. It's Josh and Jelly today. Glad you guys are hanging out. Hope everybody's well. How are you, Jelly? I'm good. It's Friday. I'm ready to have some drinks here in a little while. Oh, boy. I feel like I've gotten my ass kicked the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I am, I am run down. Look at you working double. Basically, I mean, yes. You know, we make jokes, but... You are. Like, it used to be, when I was just doing the, the Nashville thing, I had a lot of downtime. And I actually got bored doing it. Like, not bored doing the on-air stuff, but there'd be so much downtime. Now it's like, if I'm not doing the Nashville thing, I'm doing the Detroit thing. And it's kind of like I'm doing, like, a full talk radio show again. Because if you, you add up the time there, I mean, I'm doing two shows, two um, music radio shows. But, man, I have uh, I feel like I've gotten my ass kicked. You know, I went back to the gym for a couple of days this week. Mix that with the fact that we went to the mountains last week and we're hiking and all this shit. Maybe it sounds like we hiked all day. We did, like, half a mile, and you were like, I got to stop. Be that as it may, Jelly. That, that really wasn't what did me in, though. Like, I, I went back to the gym Monday and, I guess, Tuesday or Monday and Wednesday. 
and uh, did a lot of leg workouts, and I feel like my legs are just killing me. And I'm in, I like, I didn't go back yesterday because my legs were bothering me so much. And then, like, so I only went two days this week. But, like, mix that with the fact that I'm tired and then I'm hoarse today. My God, like, I, I hate getting hoarse, and I don't know why I get hoarse. It's the allergies. I think it is. I think that, and I clear my throat a lot, and then before you know it, I'm hoarse. You sing a lot. Well, I do, but um, but I don't know that that's the, the issue that befells me. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I just feel like I've gotten hit by a truck You've got to learn how week. to take a nap because, like, it's Friday. I'm excited. This is, like, one of the two days of the week we get to stay up past 930. Yeah. And you're going to be asleep by 9. Well, maybe the solution is that we try to go to bed at 9 every day. And well, maybe we usually try, but you're in the shower for an hour. And then before you true. know it, you want to watch some TV. So That's true. That's what I'm saying. You know, like Especially on a Friday. like You need to be able to just come home from work and take a nap. You need to work on that. I guess I do. Because that leaves us only with one day where we can actually stay up and not give a shit. Yeah. Because I, I, mean, I feel like I got hit by a truck this week, man. Like, I am just gassed. Like, last week, we get to this cabin, and you're like, all right, I got to go to bed. I'm like, well, shit, we just got here. But it's not like I had to go to bed. I don't mean to fall asleep. I know, but I I'm just saying, did. That's why I'm saying you need to learn how to take a nap. Like, leave your phone in this room, go lay down, and fall asleep. But I'm just not good at it. It's just not, and even if I just lay there and don't have my phone, I just sit, I just lay there. I have a hard time going to sleep. Well, then watch Oh, something. but if we're driving, like, if we're driving somewhere, I could, I feel like I could fall asleep in two minutes. Or put on something that you want to watch, because this happens every time with us. We'll put on something, and then I look over in the chair, and you're sleeping and snoring. Yeah, that is what I do. But yeah, but the job, the job's actually been a job <laughs> the last couple of uh, weeks. Which is new for me, but, but you like uh, that. I do. I love it. I do. It's funny. Uh, I got the Detroit Wheels shirt. That's this frequency is not the frequency that I work uh, for. Like this station used to be on this frequency, and then it went away for like twenty something years, then came back on a different frequency. Um, and I'm enjoying doing it, and uh, it's fun. You look at the uh, the Facebook page of this radio station. And every one of these fucking people hate my guts. Like they did. I don't know. They might hate me early on more than the Philly people hated me early on, which is something. Uh, but yeah, they but fucking you've missed that. You've said like you need to be. Oh, hated. I do. Like, I'm not offended by it. It's just funny. Like, ultimately, like, I'd like this show to be successful and to be great if it were. And I think it would help me get to where I ultimately want to go. But it's not like they paid me buku dollars to come to Detroit and do a show there. You know, I'm doing a show for Detroit from Nashville and we're going to see if it works. But so it's not like it's a life and death situation. I, I want it to work, but I don't know, you know, how it's going to work or how it's not. But man, like these people fucking ate my guts. There's one guy and this like I like bless your hearts, Trump people. I just hate all political people. I just despise them. You know, I hate the liberals. I hate the I hate everybody. Republicans, conservative uh, liberals. I just I hate everything politically. It's toxic and poison. and I hate it. So the other day we were on the air making fun of the uh, the Kid Rock thing with Trump at the um, at the uh, the concert, and it's easy to make fun of, you know. And you know, like Kid Rock, like two days before that was on Tucker Carlson. I mean, he's and he's got songs. Uh, what's the the name of the, We the People? Mm -hmm. Like everything's very political with Kid Rock. So it's obvious that Trump was there because of you know politics. I mean, he's that's his guy, right? It's political when a president is at a concert. It's political, and we were making fun of that. And some mouth breather in Detroit Facebooks the radio station and is like, I'm never listening to this station again because this guy was taking shots at Donald Trump. And why don't you just say what you want to say, which is, I hate Donald Trump. Why don't you just say that? I'm like, 
Yeah, you caught me. I hate Donald Trump. I voted for the son of a bitch, but, uh, you know, I fucking hate his guy. Like, people are, like, you make fun of their guy for two seconds, and you're a piece of shit. And Trump people are very sensitive about that shit. But that's all of Facebook, too. Like, you were saying, like, boy, there's no positive comments about the show. It's Facebook. No one writes anything. Like, there's thousands and thousands of followers on that page, and probably one-eighth of them comment. Sure. And they're the wackos and the ones who are going to be negative. And But you have to acknowledge that it's funny that there are people that reach out to a radio station. And again, not everybody listens to this podcast and knows all this stuff, but it's not like I hide things on the Nashville show either. I mean, I, I like every other day I tell people how much I hate Joe Biden, so I, people know that. But it's um, it just makes me laugh on a message I get because you can't even make fun of Trump or Kid Rock without it being... Uh, why don't you just say what you believe, which I hate Trump. Like, oh, fuck you. Like, people like that are just a waste of air. But, um, but yeah, their, their station Facebook page, their, their program director there was like, hey, we appreciate you trying to do more on Instagram, and that's cool, but our audience is on Facebook, so could you do more stuff on Facebook for our audience? And I'm like, sure. So, you know, I post some videos and, you know, some questions and shit. And these people just like, they're just angry people. And like the thing about when you make any change on a radio station is like, no matter, no matter who gets replaced, radio audience, people do not handle change. Like very, like very much, right? Like they, they, they hate it. So like, Apparently, the chick that was doing mornings before me was just some chick talking up records. Like, hey, here's Bob Seeger on WLLZ. And, like, these people are like, I miss her. Got to bring her back. This guy's talking too much. And it's like, okay. But, like, and I'll, I'll tell you something Gavin uh, told me, right? And this was many moons ago, like a decade ago. I think it was after I replaced um, Ra, uh, who, Rob, Robert Hensley. After I replaced him in Houston, he goes, like, people were bitching that, that Robert was replaced. Now, keep in mind, that show had no ratings, right? Like, nobody listened to it. And I'm talking to Gavin. He's like, I'm like, yeah, they're all bitching that I'm replacing him. He goes, let me tell you something, Josh. Like, if they're a mouse on the air, like a mouse was on the radio, and we replaced the mouse, people would bitch and say, like, hey, where's like where's the mouse well, especially on facebook yeah and i want to be clear like i'm not a, like i don't give a shit that these people i'm just like i'm finding conversation out of it and just people that like i find funny and people that i find funny are people that would listen to me making fun of trump for five seconds and turn that into like you fucking hate trump in the same way that the fucking truck driver guy thought you were liberal because your hair is blue yep a part of your hair is blue it's just i like the the human form and how crazy like people are like they're insane um, and all that. M.W. Soulgrove says, you do have two great buffers for the haters, one for each side. Say something anti-COVID mandate, you can say you're vaccinated. If you piss off the right, you can come back uh, with how you voted for Trump. True. But the other thing is I'm trying to, like, at least in, in, in the music world, I'm trying to somewhat distance myself from that shit, you know? But unfortunately you can't because that's all people bring up. True. But what I'm saying is, like, I, I'm trying to avoid, like, like, hey, I voted for Trump or whatever, like in Detroit at least. I don't know. Because, again, I'll see how that goes and where it goes. Like in, in Nashville, I think everybody knows where I stand on shit. Nashville, in some bizarre universe, these are my people. Like nobody hates me here. Every message I get here is positive. Not one person messages the radio station on text or Facebook and says, fuck this guy. Every single one of them is nice. Well, that's good. It is. I love them. 
and these Detroit people eventually come around. One of the things that uh, that that I read in these because I also have access to the, I have access to the station Facebook. They're gonna regret that one day. No, here's why I don't think so because like. I'm a little bit different than I used to be. Like back when we had access to the 790 Twitter, for instance, I would just like fuck with that stuff like all day. That's all I did. Uh, And like mess with people and put out fake tweets and stuff. Like I don't give a shit about doing that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, like I'll see some of the stuff and it'll be like, well, you've got this arrogant asshole. Like, am I really all that arrogant? Like, like, I don't think so. Now, you want to hear arrogant, you should have heard me back when I was doing radio in Philadelphia and I was sending dead roses to people. That was arrogant, probably. Here I am just talking up Bob Seger, like this guy here. There's an arrogance that oozes from this motherfucker right here. I tell you, this guy is so arrogant. What makes you say that? Oh, he's got this confidence about him when he talks up that Toad the Wet Sprocket song. That whew, I don't know, man. This, this is Detroit. You can't be that arrogant. But I'm actually enjoying doing that show, as we talked about. I'm enjoying doing that, and it's um, it's enjoyable. You know, I actually, I have not listened, you know, to go back to something from a couple of months ago. Like I said, I wasn't listening to Joe Rogan anymore after I felt that Rogan kind of pussed out on everything. And I haven't. Uh, but I saw that um, Bill Maher was on there. And I said, you know what, I'm going to listen to this and just see, because I haven't listened in months. And I'm like, oh, I'll give it a listen, you know. And Bill Maher, like, here's something about Bill Maher. I've always kind of liked Bill Maher. Like, I enjoyed his his documentary where he made fun of religion, religious or religious is what it was called. Uh, the first hour of it I thought was hysterical. It got kind of boring, and it was too long, and it should have ended 30 minutes before it did. But there was a lot of funny shit because I'm not a very religious person, and I enjoy making fun of religion. It's just kind of what I do. Uh, so I found it funny. I enjoyed it. It was it was fun. And, and I also enjoy Bill Maher because somehow Bill Maher has become – so hated by left-wing people and he's like one of the most like hardcore like left-wing people yet left-wing people have gone so far off the reservation that they think he's conservative and they think that rogan is conservative all for speaking common sense shit and i'm listening to that and like i enjoyed it i enjoyed the conversation the two of them had I was, I was down with it. It was an enjoyable thing. Now, I'm not going to listen to every Joe Rogan podcast, but I find Bill Maher to be an interesting person. I don't know how many other people in here do. Don't know how many of our listeners do. Um, but, like, I'm into it. Like, I, I enjoyed listening to, like, it fascinates me that people have gotten so crazy on the left side of things. Like, Bill Maher, again, hardcore liberal dude, hates Trump, hates virtually everything about conservatism, but he's a guy that's in the middle now. That's where he lives in, in terms of just cancel culture. And I mean, he's basically telling these people they have gotten so fucking outlandish on the other side that like, even he's like, you guys need to chill the fuck out. They're like, well, what's happened to you? You've gotten conservative. He says, no, I haven't gotten more conservative. You guys have gotten more fucking insane. And that's why I like him. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mar is smarmy, but I always liked him. His new podcast where he yells at Bella Thorne for being anxious and not finding trans jokes funny is great. I tried to listen to his podcast, but I don't like the audio quality of it. And I'm a weirdo when it comes to that. Yes, you are. Um, I, I just felt it was poorly recorded, which when you're rich and you've got all this access to have a shitty recorded podcast annoys me. Uh, M.W. Soulgrove says, Mar seems like he thinks for himself and mostly says what he believes. And that's right. I'm totally cool with that. I don't care what you believe as long as like, I think you're being honest 
and that you believe what you're saying. Like, that's why I hate Clay Travis, because I think Clay Travis is 100% stone cold full of shit. Like, I don't believe that anything honest comes out of that dude, and that's why I hate him. Um, and I used to really enjoy him. And I mean, I'm not speaking out of school here. Like I used to really enjoy him. I thought this podcast would have been good on his platform, but they didn't end up putting any podcasts on there. Um, and I don't begrudge a guy for making tons of cash or anything like that. I don't believe that he believes a fucking word that comes out of his mouth. I believe he's placating to his audience to make a lot of money and good for him. But like guys like that, I despise. Like I, I listened to it. I actually, I couldn't tell you the last time I listened to him, but when I listened to that show when it first debuted, I'm like these, and I, and every now and then I'll see a tweet of his pop up. I don't follow him, but someone will retweet like the other day, John McClain of all people somehow retweeted one of these, uh, uh, one of these clay Travis tweets. And it was the most absurd tweet, the most unrelatable tweet in the history of tweets. So he's talking about mask mandates on planes, which we're going to have to deal with here in a couple of weeks. We yep. thought we were going to get out of it, but we, we got butt fucked and now we have to wear a mask when we fly to Allentown in a couple of weeks. Yep. But um, they got us. But he's um, one of the, uh, the the tweet was basically like, you know, I don't know how much it costs to have a plane and I'm and I'm rich, but I'm not like buy a plane rich. But is there a small plane I can buy? I'm like, dude, your audience, <laughs> like your audience is basically middle-aged, middle-income, a lot of lower middle-class people. That's your audience, and that's the audience that Republicans play towards, right? Like, that's their whole thing is we're, we're here for the little man. How the fuck are you relatable at all when you're tweeting shit like, I'm rich, but I don't know if I'm private jet rich, but, well, like, how much will I have to pay to buy, to buy a plane? Like, fuck you, dude. I don't give a shit that you're rich, but the idea, like, I think what bothers me, if we're being honest here, which we are, we're in the trust tree, what bothers me is the idiots that believe the bullshit that comes from lying media and political people. Like, there are there are people that are Republican people that believe that Clay Travis is like some sort of common everyman like they are, and it's complete bullshit when the guy's tweeting shit like, oh, by the way, I want to buy a fucking plane and I'm rich. Fuck you. You know, like, I hate that shit. And that's like, none of these people give a shit about anybody. That's why we need to overthrow this bullshit system. It's bullshit. Thank you. I'm grouchy today. I'm sorry. Well, What's you going need on? A nap. I do. What's going on in the world today? Like, what are people talking about? What's on people's minds Not today? Much. By the way, I missed all you sons of bitches in there. I feel like we never talk anymore. It's been two days. I know. I mean, if you do the math here, we've basically done two shows in the last like 10 days. Now three shows in the last ten days or so. So I've missed you, sons of bitches, on the podcast. It, it where we where we speak freely about things. Where we're in the trust tree. That is where we live right now in the trust tree. I think my favorite thing today is uh, Floyd Mayweather saying he's going to place a bet basically on t- on Antonio Brown with any team that will sign him. Yep. I believe it goes if uh, any team will sign Antonio Brown because uh, Floyd believes he's just misunderstood. He's not misunderstood. He's an asshole. Obviously. Like, I think he's got brain issues. I, I think that's fair. But at some point when every place you go, you're a cocksucker that blows the thing up. At some point, it's you. Like, when I blew up 790, where 790 was bad and WIP was bad, if people wanted to look at those two things and go, wow, Josh, you're a piece of shit, it'd be hard to argue that because I'm the common denominator in both of those things. Well, he For, believes that, you know, AB just wants to be treated fairly. Yeah, so that, that's great, but he's any, full of shit. If any team signs Antonio Brown... Uh, Floyd Mayweather will pay them $20 million if AB doesn't last the entire season. Then, on the other end, if he does last the entire season and is a perfect, you know, 100% grade A-plus player, 
then that team has to pay Floyd Mayweather $20 million. Well, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's that's adorable, but it's not going to happen. It's cute, and it's fun that you want to do that. Not going to happen. That's so. my favorite thing. We're also trying to figure out why like, your dad is suddenly like a fucking Instagram influencer for this vodka yeah, and how we can end up also getting in with this vodka because I think this is the perfect vodka for this podcast. Yep. It's called Good Boy, and I guess every sale benefits dogs and like former service dogs and vets that need dogs and stuff like that. So you've got alcohol, dogs, and veterans. I mean, that is our podcast to a T. Yeah. Like and an I, and, and ago, it's certainly not my dad. An hour ago, your dad just posts this, and he tags this guy who started this vodka company. And I just really think we need to get What is dudes. he doing? We need to get this guy's contact Like, my info. dad's all of a sudden like a fucking Kardashian. He but like is. A Facebook Kardashian. Well, Cindy's And it's all it. these, like, glamorous pictures of this good boy vodka, and I don't understand. I don't know where you buy good boy vodka. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know big, how my dad got involved with it. And he's tagging the guy that, like, started it. So I really feel like, and I feel like Scotty's been ignoring you. Because we're trying to get this dude's contact info yeah, so that we can reach out and say, hey, you know, maybe we should do something on the pot. Obviously, if he's working with your dad, he's willing to do stuff with people. Yeah, but I, I just, I, maybe my dad's trying to get him and he's like trying to woo him by posting but, I mean, a bunch of his talk, shit. I mean, he'll comment back and forth with this dude. And obviously they sent him this bottle, I would assume. Yeah. Bottles. I don't know where the hell you get this vodka. It's I mean, called it's sold and the everywhere. dog bottle has a, a dog the, the bottle has a dog on it. Yeah. So we just need to get Scotty to give us this person. This Alex Pratt is his name. Pratt. It looks like Pratt. Alex Pratt, his info. Because I think that this would be a perfect fit for this podcast. And we don't have a booze sponsor right now. So we do not. We could just explain, hey, we get drunk and we do shows where we do shots for every like we'll do your vodka. Yeah. But I mean, seriously, it helps dogs, it helps veterans. It helps dog veterans. I mean, it does it all. It gets you drunk. America. And it's made in America. This guy's like very proud that his vodka is made in America. Yeah. So I really feel like we need to get Scotty to give us. I was texting with Cindy earlier. Like, hey, I'd love to get these guys on the podcast. Like trying to like get to the bottom of this. And she's just like, oh, it's a great vodka. I already had two drinks this morning. I'm like, well, great. How do we get him on our podcast? Does anybody know where to find good boy vodka? Is that like, do they have a website where you You can can search? You can order it, but I don't know where you can buy it in store. I don't know if maybe they have like a map of where you can find good boy vodka. I looked yesterday, but I mean, they have a big social media following. You can buy merch. You can like all this stuff. I'm curious. Every pour helps a pup. Well, now I'm curious. They also have good boy vodka seltzers, cranberry and pineapple. I've tried to reach out to dad multiple times about this, and he's like, I don't hear anything back. I tried to call. I got sent straight to voicemail to them. I don't like that we're being ignored when we're trying to get a new uh, we're a trying perfectly to get in touch, fitting yeah. sponsor on this podcast. Like, if you guys love Scott and Cindy, I mean, you're going to love Josh and Chili. Uh, yeah. I mean, come on. We're like them, but like times a thousand. We, yeah. Like, Hello. <laughs> Yeah, I'll drink your vodka, and you won't have to worry about me having a panic attack after one shot. So we need to get. I'll to do the- like Scotty Ennis here for Good Boy Vodka. He takes one shot and then has to go to the ER because he's afraid oh, he's going to stomach. Okay, pumped. so it's sold in oh, Florida, Louisiana, Missouri, Tennessee, Michigan, Kansas. Coming soon to Illinois, California, Arizona, South Carolina. So here in Tennessee. All right. So where in Tennessee does it say? I don't know. Is it at, is it located anywhere here? Did you look at the liquor store? Today? I forgot what it was called when I went in, and I had three six packs in my hand, so I, I couldn't really look at the vodka. Well, yeah, now, you now I feel like we got when we end this today, we got to go back to the car, or I will, or so one of us can, and I'll drive down the road to the liquor store and see if they have good boy vodka. 
Yeah, I mean, it says it doesn't have an exact uh, like product location, but it does say Tennessee. So I would love to uh, get. I, this is the perfect fit, and it's bothering me that your dad's not responding about it. Well, it's a perfect fit, other than the fact that the majority of our audience is in Texas, and obviously that product is not sold well, in Texas. They can order it online. Oh well, on that note, then yes, you guys should. You can have beer um, shipped to, uh, or uh, liquor can be shipped to uh, Texas, right? We had that done. That's uh, the Sammy Hagar. Yep, you had rum sent there. Yeah, so I think it's possible. Uh, Brad Hall asks, how's that honey working? Not particularly well. My $17 uh, little vial of honey that I purchased at uh, Kroger yesterday to try to help my voice. Um, it's not been overly helpful. I don't know that it's I think you need anything. to get the local honey. I think that's the key from what I was reading because it's got the local ingredients, which is kind of like this allergen thing we bought, which is like when you get the local stuff, yep. it builds up your immunity to the local allergens. Maybe that's the answer. I need this local place honey. Cork dorks in Midtown has it. Okay. Cork dorks. Okay. So let's drive to Midtown right now. It's a holiday. I mean, are people even out and about right now? Are the streets wide open? These kids aren't in school. So there's no school traffic anywhere. Let's drive to Cork dorks like right now. This guy was in Nashville. This was in 2020. So this has been around for a while. It was like, good boy vodka hits Nashville. And they had a whole big launch party. Maybe that's what we need to do. We need to go to Cork Dorks. Well, that's really far on a Friday. I don't think I want to do then that. Then we're not going to Cork Dorks. One cool dude says Nashville wine. Where is Nashville wine? Speaking of wine in Nashville, apparently it's a Tennessee law that you cannot purchase wine on Easter Sunday. So there's a sign at the Kroger yesterday, and it says, uh, purchase your wine now because it's a state law that you can't purchase wine on Easter Sunday, which... It's stupid. Yeah, because you can normally buy wine here on Sundays, but not on Easter. Nope, that's Which is messed dumb. up, though, because, like, Jesus loves wine. Jesus is wine, Jilly. Whenever you go, like, what happens when they go to church for Good Friday or Easter or whatever? Well, they change the wine into the blood of Christ. Well, I get that, but it's still the blood of Christ. But, yeah, so, Jesus drank wine all the time. Look at the Last Supper. Yeah, the dude was a lush. He loved it. But whatever. You know, he's like, uh, it's like, you know, he's like the Paladinos, loves his wine. And you can't do that. That's bogus. Madison Beverage Warehouse. Now that we that place we've been. That's to. drivable. Where are you finding these locations? One cool. Dude? Are you making like this to... shit up? One cool dude. Because we also went to Madison Beverage Warehouse when we were trying to find the uh, Casamigos tequila, and they didn't actually have it. I think we got to go check. I think we need this. Well, can you tell me if any like in Old Hickory or Mount Juliet have it? Because Madison's not too far. But then you got to go it's all drivable. the way down that damn. It's drivable. Stretch. I think it, I get, it, but it's drivable. Because I'm googling too, and this guy's googling. Well, you're better googling than to, me. Well, tell, I'm telling you, it's drivable. If we want to try one good dog or good dog vodka, whatever it is, we want to try it. Why don't we just go tomorrow when we're going to drive that way anyway? That might be a better idea, Jilly. Thank you, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, let's see. Mike loves just says they finally got rid of that no alcohol before noon dumbass law in Texas. Um, that's remember when I went into the, uh, the Kroger yep. and I was trying to buy beer before the game and I, and I go up to the counter and I'm trying to pay. And uh, the guy goes, and I said, J I said, Jilly, I'm going to go try to buy beer. You're like, you know, you can't buy it before noon. I said, I'm going to play dumb and see if it works. Yeah. And you're like, this kid looks stupid. He I'll looks dumb. Him. I'm going to, I'm going to play this dumbass kid. So I walk up with the beer and I try to check out and he goes, you know, sir, you can't buy beer before noon. I said, Oh, I forgot to change my watch. Can we just hey? Can we just do this? I also, mean, come the on. Uh, Madison Beverage Warehouse website says it's out of stock. Ah, 
But if we can get this guy's contact info, he might just give us some. Can you just, like, send us some good boy uh, vodka, please? I mean, I highly doubt your dad and just walked into a liquor store and bought this instead I of highly, tagging the guy on Twitter. I highly doubt my dad's ever walked into a liquor store ever. Like, I would question that if dad had ever set foot in a liquor store and made a purchase at a liquor store or like or bought a six pack of beer. I question if my dad ever just walked in, bought a six pack of beer because I don't believe he has. Me, I've done it plenty of times. Dad has not. Dad is not someone who drinks a lot. You know, dad, that's not what he does. I'm leaning towards, I got to call him at some point. Yeah, no kidding. I got to start. I got to call him. Now, apparently you can buy booze at 10 a.m. now on uh, in uh, Texas. Well, finally on Sunday. You could buy it at 10 a.m. any other day. You could buy it at like 7 a.m., I think. Because you guys uh, used to send Nick to buy beer at like 7.30. There's, there's just nothing more comical than like the Puritan holy roller mindset of on Sundays you can't buy booze until afternoon. Like, oh, eat me. Thank you. And try to order on Drizzly app maybe and have it delivered, says Drew. We'll, we'll just see what happens tomorrow. Maybe we'll go on the hunt for it. we got nothing else going on. Well, we have the Grizzlies playoff game at 2.30. Yeah, but there's time before then, Jilly. Ugh, boy, what the hell else is going on other than you on this mad hunt to find uh, more information about good boy vodka? I just vodka. think it would be a great fit, and obviously they want to, like, you know, they're looking for influencers, and if your dad's an influencer, we sure as fuck can be influencers. We have a whole podcast and videos and stuff. We do. Dad, so, dad didn't even like alcohol. Dad could be an influencer for like clonopin. Like if dad were going to be a, a, an endorser for something, it would be that. Dad needs to start smoking pot as we've discussed. Well, we're the NFL trying. like is, is now doing a study into whether or not they're going to allow players to smoke pot because so many players want to do it instead of taking opioids. Like, fuck the NFL. Like, well, we have to do a study and make sure it's okay. Are opioids okay? Like, explain to me how pain pills that you keep shoving down the throats of these players are good for you when it's easy to get hooked on that shit. And then before you know it, you're shooting heroin into your fucking eyeballs. But, oh, no, we got to check to make sure pot. Like, these guys can, in, in, like, sponsor or be, you know, be sponsored by beers. They can endorse beers. They can drive fucking drunk. They can do all this shit, and that's cool. Because I guarantee you the science doesn't say that beer is good for you, and the science doesn't say that fucking opioids are good for you but you have no fucking problem with that nfl oh but when it comes to fucking pot we got to look more into this shit if the guys want to smoke fucking pot to feel better and relieve pain instead of popping fucking pain pills and getting shots let them fucking do it you fucking monsters how difficult should this shit be i see spank it slap it brings up the fact that the astros have only played midnight games so far yeah it doesn't even feel like i see a lot of people in here have said it doesn't even feel like baseball season has started for the astros because every game is at like nine o'clock because it's it's bullshit and again tonight i think the first pitch tonight is like what eight forty eight or something you should not have a team in the central time zone who plays the bulk of their games against teams that are in the western time zone it shouldn't work that way and if you're you in think- the central fight now the east okay like if you're in the central time zone like um Trying to think of an example, like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is in the NL Central. Well, so their games will start at 7 o'clock East and 6 o'clock Central most of the time. That's doable. But when you're talking about uh, West Coast teams, that their games start at 7, 7.30 on the West Coast, and it's 9 fucking 30 in the Central on a weeknight, that's bullshit. And it sucks. And I know I go on this diatribe all the damn time. The Astros should not be playing baseball in a division with Seattle, Oakland, Anaheim. It's bullshit. And then you would think, okay, well, we played all these West Coast games to start the season. Maybe we'll get rewarded with a good home opener. No, you get the shitty Angels. Correct. Congrats. Like, nobody gives a fuck about the Angels. Nobody gives a fuck about the Mariners. it's so late. The fact that opening day for them, like, they've got to have one of the last opening days, right? 
Oh, I I would think so. Because that's it's not even going to feel like opening day. First of all, it's at night. We've had this discussion too. That's I almost like two weeks. Opening day should be in the daytime. It should yes. be like a three o'clock. Get off of work early. Go party. Go drink. Go tailgate. Seven o'clock, uh, two weeks after the season has started on a Monday, you're like, well, that's cool, I guess. And people, and like the argument people make is, and I saw Sean say this the other day, that baseball should be played, or he loves day games. And some lady messages or, or responds to him and says, uh, well, some of us have to work, Sean. And I responded, well, you know, ma'am, some of us have to work at fucking 4.30 in the morning. So watching a baseball game at 9.30 isn't very conducive to our schedule. But like everybody has this like this world where like their world, like everybody, and I know that the majority of people work nine to fivers and are at work at three in the afternoon. Well, tough shit. Baseball used to be played during the day all the time. The World Series used to be played in the afternoon on weekdays. Some of the greatest playoff moments in history happened in day weekday playoff games. The Ozzie Smith home run, day playoff game during the week. Jack Clark home run in that same series, day playoff game during the week. I'd rather that than a baseball game start at 9.30, 10 o'clock at night east, 9 o'clock central. But yeah, this opening day shit for the Astros sucks. Like, there's no, like, the excitement's done. Baseball's been happening for two weeks at that point. I know, like, how is there any pageantry about it? It's stupid. So, yeah, I don't like it either. But the tickets, of course, are still going for ridiculous amounts of money. I saw someone was selling uh, some tickets that Matt gave away, the hard copies, which face value are $15. Uh, I think they were selling them four for three hundred. Well, make it if make that money. And on StubHub, I think they're about mm. seventy eight. And then you know the next day they're like fifteen dollars. Yeah, it's it's all bogus though, man. I don't like. I, I I know I bitch about this, and it's ten years after the fact, and it's like, all right, Josh, get over it. But growing up, when living in Baton Rouge, we got Astros games. So the Astros were playing Cubs, Cardinals, Pirates, Brewers, um, you know, the Braves more frequently, the Mets. You know, they're playing these NL teams with some history, that, you know, and, and it's fun. Like getting bent over and sent to the West. And hey, it's benefited that they've won the division, what, five years in yeah. a row? And well, they, they won the World do- Series and been to multiple others. But it's just, it's it's a joyless like, I hate the division so much. They need to just redo it. Like, they need to do how hockey did for the pandemic, where it was just all the Canadian teams in their own division. That's yeah. what we need to do. All the West Coast teams. I know you got, you know, the AL, the NL, but there's, it's the universal DH now, right? Things are more the same. Yeah. Just throw all the West Coast teams in one division, and let's be done with it. The Rockies, the Diamondbacks, the A's, the uh, Mariners, and the Angels. Let them all, and the Dodgers. They can throw them, you know, like... Somehow, these West Coast teams need to be realigned. Kind of like like you were saying, basketball. The hockey, hockey did. Hockey, yes, yeah. hockey. Where it was like last year, remember, it was weird because you had the Preds playing the Hurricanes, so a West and an East team playing in the playoffs. But at least, you know, my goodness. Put all these West Coast teams together and let's be done with it. Well, for the most part, they are in their divisions. I mean, outside of the Astros... And I guess if you want to count the the Rangers, Rangers. I mean, you look in the Western divisions in baseball, the NL West is all teams in the West. I mean, basically, it's the Astros. The Astros are the outlier in all of that. Let's just have two divisions, you know, suck them up. I don't know. It sucks. 
Uh, Ranch Wilder says, love how the Detroit audience has, quote, embraced you, makes Philly seem tame in comparison. Not really. No. Philly was much more vile. No. Phil, when Philly said filthy shit, these people just don't like me and they say they don't like me. Philly people do not look tame relative to the people in Detroit. The people in Detroit may not like me, but they don't wish death upon me. Like, Philly people are just gross when it comes to that shit. But, uh, but no, the... Um, the Detroit people, at least by the things I'm posting for you to see, uh, do not like me we very much. We just post some positives, too. Every so often, you get, like, one. You need to share I did. that, too. I did. I did. Like, yesterday, like, my whole thing is, like, I'll screenshot a thing and say, not a fan, not a fan. Then I posted one that said fan. Well, good. As long as you're giving some positive people some love, There too. aren't many I of them. I know they're hard to find on Facebook because, again, the majority of people aren't going to give you compliments on Facebook. But they will That's say. That's not what Facebook is for. They will be angry. And the majority of people who are in a group aren't actively commenting either. That's true. Who do I need to tell them about, Jelly? Aqueduct Plumbing. Aqueduct Plumbing Company, of course. That is Billy and his sister Mary, and they are awesome. They're in the plumbing business, of course. If you couldn't tell by the name Aqueduct Plumbing, uh, and they'll get you taken care of. What do they do? Repipes, leak detection, camera inspection, plumbing fixtures, water heaters, tankless water heaters, water filters. I look forward to one day having a tankless water heater. It's a dream well, of mine. I look mine. forward to one day having a house, but you know. Yeah, I mean, listen, you got to crawl before you it's can walk. It's not looking good. No. <laughs> not anytime soon, ma'am. You will not. There was hope in Houston, but that dream is dead. It has been dashed unless your boy just takes over in Detroit and iHeart goes, you know what? This guy is a legend. Let's pay him a lot of money to be on a bunch of radio stations. Unless that happens, we will rent and you will like it. Uh, but uh, look, our man Billy is Awesome. So reach out to him if you need him for anything plumbing-wise. 281-488-6238 or aqueductplumbingcompany.com. They are at your disposal. And also Craftology by Christy. And Craftology by Christy. You can find her. Uh, that is her uh, Instagram handle. Of course, she is the wife of uh, our buddy Richard from Metro Ready Mix. Uh, good people. See some of the cool stuff they have there. I'm still, I'm, I talked to Richard about them designing a kind of a fun Limited edition Josh and a shirt. I'm hoping they're working on that. Be pretty badass. But really cool merch, Craftology by Christy. So check it out. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-Y. And Christy. check out, if nothing else, follow the gram. Yes. And uh, and just kind of look at some of the cool stuff they have there. And if you see something you like, make a purchase. That is legitimately helping a small business. That is about as a small a business as you can go. So uh, they are awesome folks. Help them out if you can. Craftology by Christy. Check her out. Buy some stuff. Give her a follow on the gram. Thank you. Maybe what they should do is kind of like soccer, right? Like, so all these teams are worried about tanking in baseball, right? So if you keep tanking, like if you're terrible every year, like you're the Pirates, your ass goes to the fucking AL West. Yeah. And then the Astros get to move back to the NL Central. Well, you know how I feel about relegation. I think every league should relegate. Uh, every sport should relegate. And it would make things a lot better. I don't know why, and I know why that the owners are never going to agree to it. But that would be badass. I'd like to live in a world yeah. where if you finish dead last, like the last three teams in the National League get demoted to the Pacific Coast League, and the Memphis Redbirds get called up for a or year, or the Tulsa to Drillers, the, or you just get shipped off to the AL West. That could be it too. Like you, you have to play in the AL West where all your games start. But the thing is, though, it's not a punishment to those teams in the AL. It would be to them, like the Pirates having to play all their games at 9 o'clock. But if you're on the West Coast, all your games start at 7 anyway. You yep. see what I'm saying? Well, so, what I'm saying, but like a Pirates or the Reds or the Marlins, ship them off. Yeah. You got to punish them, though, more than that. And Yes, that's a punishment to us, people that like to sit around and bitch <laughs> about the time games start. But can you imagine a universe where you're like, hey, we're the... Um, like, we're the pirates, and we suck every year. 
Pirates, you might want to win these last two games because if you don't, someone's going to the Pacific Coast League <laughs> and the the Nashville Sounds are taking your spot in Major League Baseball. See, I think that'd be great. That'd be a lot of fun and it I would change so. the way people play sports because you couldn't just mail it in and be like, well, we're we're getting rich. The, the, the organization still makes tons of money and life is good. You couldn't do that. Oh, the other thing today we wanted to talk about, too, switching gears, is how is there still a, a, a COVID protocol in the NBA? Yeah. So today you're telling me we're, we're sitting in the drive-thru at Dairy Queen because I'm fat. And you go, oh, um, Paul, well, George, Paul is George, he's out with, uh, with the health and safety protocols. What the fuck are we doing? It's over. Move on. It's donezo. This isn't fucking a hellhole like Philadelphia where they want people to wear masks. It's the fucking NBA. Go play. Like the fact that this game is happening tonight and the best player on the floor is not going to be playing, that is bullshit. And the game's a waste at this point now. So well, everyone knows you love the Pelicans. Well, of course, my that's my squad. We did go to a Pelicans playoff game a few years ago, and it was fun. I had a good time. But uh, I uh, the the Baton Rouge media, Matt, has ruined <laughs> uh, has ruined One New Orleans sports for me in general. Well, you know what? You're going to be rooting for uh, Tom and the Bucks next year. But ne- I'm going to be the I'm going to be a Falcons fan at this rate, like hardcore. Come on, Matty Ice. Matty Ice doesn't play there anymore. That's going to be me. If you recall. <laughs> yes. He's in Indianapolis. Now. Oh, shit. Whoever's the quarterback of the Marcus Falcons. Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota, you're my boy. <laughs> you're my boy, Blue. Um, uh, Trevor asked, Josh and Jilly, what's your ranking for sports season tickets? Well, I've only had, well, we technically had NFL season tickets. Yeah, and I would say that's probably the best of the bunch. Like MLB, it was cool to have those, especially like when we were giving them away and stuff. But no one in their right mind is going to all 82 home games No, but you can also turn around and make your money back because well, there's a lot of games to sell. Depending on your opponents. Well, yeah, but there's, there's also enough. a lot of games to sell that we couldn't make. And we couldn't make playoff. We couldn't sell playoff tickets that one year. True, but it also depends on the city you're in. Yeah. Um, like if you're in Philadelphia, if like the team were as good as the Astros were and that were in a Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, because uh, I think Spike, when the Sixers were bad, bought season tickets for really cheap. And then was in as they got better. And, of course, those tickets. Now, in the NBA, though, you could make your money back on, like, three games. LeBron like back, comes uh, to town. Or, like, though. back when Kobe was playing. Kobe coming to yeah. town. But if you're going, Durant like. Durant coming to town. I guess that's the question, Trevor. Is it, like, for, like, a financial point or for, like, an actual enjoyment point? Because, like, if I was just wanting to go to that many games, like, he says he's got Florida Panther season tickets. Like, hockey season tickets would be cool. Because there's enough games, but there's not an overwhelming number of games. Yes. Like baseball, it's like every day you're at the ballpark if you actually want to. And you can still sell a handful of them too. Yeah, so I would say like hockey is cool and and Florida scores like eight goals a game. Yeah, they're fun to watch. That's probably fun too. And football, like I like having season tickets for football. Like we technically had season tickets. Like we weren't official season ticket holders, but we We like bought bought a guy season season tickets on. Denise and I had done that in Houston too. Like you know, it's fun. It's just able. It's nice to have that ticket. And not have to worry about where you're going or finding your seats. Like, you know where you are. That's my favorite part. As we talked about the Sammy Hagar show, I get lost easily after drinking and trying to find seats in, like, sporting events and arenas and stuff. Yeah. So when you have season tickets, you always know where you're going. Mm -hmm. I've been hammered at those Astros games. We had season tickets, but I always knew how to get to our seats. Yeah. That's the perk for me of season tickets. Yeah. Knowing where you're going. But at baseball, if you're able to... Like, every city, for the most part, like, if you're in the AL, the Yankees are going to come to town. The Red Sox are going to come to town, even if they're not in your division. Red Sox, Yankees, Cubs potentially are going to well, come to town. Well, now that new, the new thing for 2023 where every team's going to play every team, that 
that you'll make your cash. And if you were us, when you had season tickets for the Astros and people were really into those World Series rings, you also made a lot of cash. Yeah, the first couple of them, at least. After a while, the Astros got obvious in what they were doing. And it's like, <laughs> here's our 17th World Series ring night at the ballpark. But the first couple of them, you, people mm-hmm. wanted that shit bad. It's amazing what people will do for a junk piece of metal. They'll spend $300 on upper deck tickets so they can wait in line to get a shitty piece of metal that probably cost them a penny. But yes. Anyway. All right, then. Well, we can get out of here. Um, maybe I'll take a nap. Who knows? Well, you're running out of time. It's already 5 o'clock. I mean, all he needs like an hour, right? All right. Well, good. I'll see what I can pull off. Go throw something on you're interested in, and I'll start making dinner. <laughs> all right. All right, then. Well, everybody, you guys are wonderful. We'll see you later.